This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network. Monzo Malusis Moose. Put a bow on the Saratoga meet. Certainly a trying meet. We talked about that last week. But uh, go out on a high note. Pick a couple winners last week. Certainly felt good. We talked about uh, some of the good stories coming out of Saratoga, whether that be Archangelo, uh, certainly Casa Creed, uh, certainly some positivity coming out of the Saratoga meet. And we closed out last week. Uh, two races at Saratoga, two races at Del Mar Moose. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's not an easy game, picking horses. It's not, especially when you try and pick some prices, got lucky last week you particularly found two nice price horses and uh in the early stakes race the five and a half furlong race um at the spa we finished second and third so overall a very quality betting the ponies last week you had du jour uh you had bright future in the jockey club and then we had arabian night and hit the exacta uh in the pacific classic so last week going out on a high note saratoga on betting the ponies moves yeah, it was great. I mean, that that aspect of it was was good. It was a you know tough Saratoga meet with all the um, with all the rain and a number of the cancellations and the like. But uh, yeah, closed it out with uh, you know with a couple winners, which was uh, happy to see. And um, you know, nearly went you know four for four last week, so I was happy about that. But um, still, um, try and find some price horses. It's a tough game. We know that, um, some very, very tragic and sad scenes up at Saratoga over the course of the summer. I uh, didn't love to see that, but now we head into and get a little bit of a break in the Naira circuit. You got some races at Kentucky Downs this weekend, obviously Del Mar, And, uh, you know, we're a couple months away from, uh, the Breeders' Cup, which is out in California this year. And I think right now you would say uh, the Breeders' Cup classic i mean you can look at all the other stakes races and we'll get to those at, you know as time goes on but right now the breeders cup classic it seems like i mean right now mark angelo is probably your favorite um the course that most people are going to lean on the great story the belmont stakes winner your travers winner um you know but, but overall i think that it's it's an interesting look at some of these older horses and who's going to be in this field honestly right now if you look at the the Breeders Cup Classic, it might just be a battle of the best three-year-olds. Yeah, it could be. Um, you're right. I mean, Archangelo clearly has stepped up and I think is uh, the best three-year-old in training. Mage was massively disappointing in in the, the Travers Stakes, and uh, you and I both liked Mage that day and uh, ran up the track and ran terribly. But, yeah, I think when you look at that division, whether it be, you know, Go Rocket Ride or the Baffert trainees or Archangelo or Forte – um, there's no question about it. I think that, uh, the, the three-year-olds are, are a pretty strong group and a, a healthy group right now. And the older division leads a, a little something to be desired, even though, you know, rock and roll is pretty good horse. Um, there's some, there's some good, you know, older horses in training, but 
maybe it ends up being a battle of the three-year-olds out in California. And a little bit of news coming out of the three-year-old division is Disarm, a horse that you and I both liked uh, in the Dandy, ran well in the Travers, not running again until next year. A little surprising for me, but certainly a horse that ran a lot this year, Moose. Yeah, and you thought a horse that was, you know, what, a, a son of gun runner? You thought a horse that was going to clearly get better as the year went along, and he did. Um, and I would not be all that surprised if, as long as he stays healthy, if he's a, you know, a really, really impactful four-year-old next year, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Football season is here, uh, so make sure you take all your winnings from betting the ponies and go over to the Bet Rivers app and, and get involved in the casino games and the sports betting. A lot of fun there as the NFL season approaches. Moose getting ready to put a bow uh, on the Saratoga, on the Saratoga, on the Del Mar meet. Uh, great racing out in California last week. We talked about the Pacific Classic, Arabian Night, who I thought at the top of the stretch was going to go backwards and find a little extra and go rocket ride. Ran well, um, really, really. You know, I think if he had a clear path and had to come off the rail, he probably would have won that race. But yeah. I don't know, it was nice to to have that exacta. We needed that. Yeah, go rocket ride should have won the race. Yes. Well, look, Mike. Hey, listen. I, you know, I was watching that race on the the Mad Teacups at uh, at the Magic Kingdom. As I'm sitting there spinning around, like, hold on, Flavian, hold. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine. And and you're right. I I never thought. I didn't honestly at the top of the stretch didn't think it was going to be that all that close. Uh, but I think if Go Rocket Ride um, didn't have to alter course, clearly, you know. One more, one or you know, maybe two more strides, you know, past the wire. He's past the Baffert horse. Um, he would have won the race, but I mean, that's horse racing. Trips come into play, and uh, and yeah, we've all we've all been there. You've, you haven't played the game enough unless you you've been beaten by a bad trip, a bad ride, bad decision by a jockey, where you believe you have the best horse in the race, and. You know, that wasn't the only time it's happened to me this year. Um, happened a number of times up at Saratoga over the course of the meet where, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You play that game as a horse player uh, each and every day. Um, and each and every time you go out there and decide to play some races. A couple of races at Delmar we're going to look at this weekend and certainly follow us on social for picks and content on there as well right here on Betting the Ponies. Moose, we're going to start at Delmar Race 7 as they get ready to to wrap it up, the John C. A mile and an eighth on the turf. This race goes off close to 7.30 maybe. Uh, in the evening. What did you say? The John the C. Maybe. maybe. Right? Yes, I was, was scrolling on my phone. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to mispronounce it. Uh, field of six in this race, Moose, a, a favorite, a nine to five on the morning line, and that's going to be closing remarks. Um, good horse. Uh, I really like a horse in this race. Um, I think if you look up and down this field, what, what I see, when you see a six-horse field, you're like, ah, it's a, it's a little lame, it's not great, it's not a good field. I think this is one of those races where uh, five of the six have a legitimate chance, and even the horse that's 15-1, to two-horse, uh, free and humble, isn't at a free drop, Billy, remember that horse? Um, isn't completely, you know, it wouldn't be a complete shock if this horse won. I like the three Oakhurst in this race. I had a Mr. Speaker. Uh, you look, you're coming, you know, this jockey trainer combination, 24% improving this year. If you look at some of his performances, the speed's getting better. He likes the distance. I think the cutback from a mile and a quarter to a mile and eight is certainly going to help. Um, I, I just think that the pace presence on the outside horse, he's going to have a chance to sit the trip, as you say. And if he gets the trip on, like, Go Rocket Ride, Juan Hernandez is really turning into a solid rider out west. Phil D'Amato, I love those connections. You know, if this horse improves, like I always say in this podcast, I always look for horses in races like this at a little bit of a price that if they just get a little better, 
uh, can give you a little something. Oakhurst for me, the three horse in the John C. Maybe Moose. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We're on the same horse, and we didn't talk about who we liked before the podcast, but you know, clearly, you know, likes Delmar. Speed rating bumped up uh, in this last, and um, you know, the eighty thousand dollar you know claiming event. Non winners of two other than. Uh, Reese Billy wrote a Matt Day, Juan Hernandez. You mentioned the jockey trainer combination, been working really well. Look at that work at Del Mar on September the 3rd. Uh, five furlongs, best of six. It was a bullet work. Uh, you know, goes from mile and eighth to a mile and eighth, but is running a mile, mile and a quarter. Is, you know, two, uh, one for two at the distance, one for one at Del Mar, proving four to one on the morning line. Speed rating is improving. Um, yeah, I'm all over the three Oakers and the John C. Maybe race seven at Del Mar on Saturday. So a family bet for you and I. We, we, yes. You'll be sitting there having dinner with the family, and I'll be on Expedition Everest watching the race. Yeah, I mean, listen, closing raw marks by Carla Gaines is is clearly one that is very, very consistent and is answered the call. One is running grade twos, grade threes, grade ones, ran in the gamely, uh, coming off a victory in the yellow ribbon. Um, Umberto Rispoli rides uh, for Carla Gaines on Saturday, uh, all deserving in the 9-5. to five. It's a small field. Sometimes it's amazing, even though fields are small, horses can find a little bit of trouble. Um, you know, Oakhurst is going to have to get a little bit of pace to run at. Uh, doesn't have the early turn of foot. Isn't tactable, uh, you know, tractable where you're going to have him uh, forwardly placed and can kind of dictate his trip. You know, he's going to be closing late. He's going to have to probably get a little bit of racing luck and certainly is going to have to get a little bit of speed or a little bit of pace up front in order to run into. I like the mile and eighth. I like the fact that he loves Del Mar. I like the fact that he's working well. Love the fact that, uh, you know, D'Amato and Hernandez have had a lot of uh, success together. Uh, so, therefore, that's why I landed on the three. Race 10, a grade one event, the Del Mar Debutante, a a race that typically uh, we get ready to close out the Del Mar meet for two-year-old fillies, uh, Moose. And we talked about a small field before for a seven-furlong race at Del Mar. I mean, if you just look up and down the field, I mean, potentially could be 14 horses in this race. That certainly makes it wide open. Uh, anybody of note stand out to you at a price, or did you kind of land on one of the shorter horses? Who would you like here? Um, yeah, I, I, landed on, um, I landed on the four Vendetta uh, Benedetta for uh, Simon Callahan, Victor Espinosa, uh, ten to one on the morning line, coming out of a race where the beaten, uh, you know, she was the beaten favorite in the Sorrento, a Grade Three at Del Mar on August the twelfth. Um, you know, was less than two to one that day. Um, you know, second best clearly. You know, did get a little bit of racing luck, but I think when you look at the speed rating, it is improving. Uh, like the the work since that race, uh, there was no issues. You know, worked August the twenty sixth, worked September second at Del Mar. Both of those impressive. The last one a little bit more impressive, going five furlongs in fifty nine and two. Um, I love the fact that the blinkers are now off. So clearly, that's yeah, kind of a um, something that you look at in terms of equipment changes. They take the blinkers off, Benedetta, uh, and now you're going to get a significantly better price. Um, and I think the seven furlongs being a son, uh, being a daughter of city light uh, out of quality road, um, one turn seven for, I, I think that hits her right between the eyes. So I landed on the four Benedetta, uh, for Victor Espinosa and Simon Callahan. Yeah. As we talked about potentially finding a price horse, unfortunately, uh, for me, I do like the nine horse tomorrow, but seven to two on the morning line as one of your shorter prices to me, it's not that horrible. And a couple of things that I like here. 
first off, if you look at the jockey trainer combination, we're looking at almost 25%. Now, I know Mike Smith doesn't race as much these days, but one thing I've said about Mike Smith for almost 10 years now is that he shows up for the big races. That's, that's what he does. He comes into these big races and he wins them a lot still to this day as an older jockey. Um, tomorrow, out of Baltoro, out of Beholder, both horses absolutely loved California. California horses, if you think about those two. Um, Baltoro never was the same once he left California, to be honest with you. So uh, a lot makes sense there. I absolutely love the debut. I love the stretch out the extra half furlong. I think it's going to help. Um, the other horse I like in this race, I'm going to look to the outside, 13, Laurent. 6-1 to one in the morning line, Erton. Um, really solid in debut. Stretches out a little bit here. Out of practical joke, who love these one-turn races, 6-1 on the morning line for Laurent. But my top pick is going to be the 9 tomorrow. I'll use your horse underneath as well, probably play a trifecta as well. But I think if you look at one of the bets that I talk about and we've talked about a lot is playing a trifecta with the horse you like on top, a couple horses underneath, and using the field, the entire field in that third slot. And a race like this certainly gives you an opportunity with a lot of 30-to-1 shots in this race, if you get lucky, to potentially hit a massive trifecta. Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, I, I would also use the one uh, Julius Dream, Mike, you know, Michael McCarthy, Ricardo Gonzalez, five to one on the morning line, coming off uh, an impressive uh, maiden special weight score, uh, five furlongs on the turf, uh, coming out of uh, Flame Away by Scat Daddy. I would use the one. Uh, I think there's a number of ways to go. I, I agree with you. I mean, listen, the nine tomorrow, there's nothing not to like. Uh, it's tough, though, when you go from winning a maiden race, which he did at 82K, to now stepping into a race with winners. Um, I'd be I'd be interested to see if she improves off that effort or if there's a little bit of a regression because uh, she ran lights out and won it three to one. So uh, I think that's why you're getting seven to two on her on the morning line. Maybe she ends up being a shorter price. Um, I think the, the four represents really good value for me at 10 to one. And I think because of all the other betting options and all the other different angles he got in it, um, a beaten favorite last out. I think the extra furlong helps her. That's why I'm all over the four. I think the value's there. Make sure you guys listen to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, hit the subscribe button on Spotify, on, on Apple, and anywhere you find the podcast. Because let's be honest, the more you guys subscribe, the better we do. And Moose, although he makes more money than Joe Burrow, he wants to make more money. No, I don't make – I wish I was making more money than Joe Burrow. How about that? 200 – what do you get? $219 million guaranteed? Fantastic. Good for Burrow. Love him. I know. That's, listen, that's, that's Moose He's money. The He's the man. He's the man. Those are the people that make that kind of money. <laughs> no, it's all Monzo. So, here we are we're sitting there money off the house. <laughs> it's nice and quiet in your house by the way kids at school it's 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 a malicious yes. surprise you're not sleeping right now to be honest with you no no there's no rest. i told my dad the other day no rest for the weary no dude there's no rest what are you talking about there's not yeah like 10 million things to do i gotta make a dump run i got a couple other things i have to do i've got work later on at pix so i'm all over the place uh, Moose, good luck with your picks. We're going to be looking at Del Mar. We keep an eye on Kentucky Downs as well. And before you know, it'll be uh, the Breeders' Cup and some of the fall racing in New York. So still a good time for horse racing. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, you've been listening to Bet and the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.